get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Ryan Carter, is the TV color analyst for the Minnesota Wild. Want to get the Wild's perspective on this series against the Blues. Why, Ryan, we appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Well, I'm doing fantastic. Hey, it's the best time of year. Playoff hockey. Uh, St. Paul's pretty excited right now, to be honest with you. So, uh, lots of energy going around. Great day. Uh, it's it's awesome. I, I can't wait to see this series. I, I would say there's a, a pretty good case to be made. This is the best one that we're going to get in the first round. From my perspective, Ryan, I look at this as a toss-up. I'm going to be picking the Blues in six games, but I could just as easily see it going the other way around. How do you view this from the Wilds' perspective? Yeah, boy, very similar. Uh, ironically, I have the Wild in six games here. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think home ice actually matters in this scenario. The Wilds have been fantastic with when they have their, what they like to call their identity line together. That's the, the Erickson at Greenway and Felino line. They've been coined the grief line around here because, boy, they give everybody they play against grief. I think five on five, they've got 430 minutes played together this year. They've given up a grand total of five goals against. On the flip side, I think they, they score, they've scored 25. So they're a line that can that can chip in offensively. But defensively, they're absolutely stifling. Uh, three big guys that play physical, good sticks, long sticks, and then they get in the offensive zone with the puck, and you, you can't get it back. So you can have other teams' best players sitting in their own zone uh, for the better part of the, the entire shift, if not entire periods, and sometimes games. So uh, getting home ice for the Wild, I think, is huge in that regard because they're going to be able to deploy deploy that line against. Uh, whomever they want to uh, speculate, it's likely going to be against Robert Thomas's line. I feel like that's maybe the most dynamic for St. Louis. So if they can find a way to shut those guys down on home ice, I think it gives them a better shot for sure. Ryan, you kind of answered my question here, but you've played with the Minnesota Wild before. You know why this place is such a difficult place to play. And I've heard from multiple people going into this series, like, man, if the Blues have to open up in Minnesota, it is going to be a tough path. They're the the second best Western Conference home team in the National Hockey League this season. Why has it been so difficult for teams at the XL Energy Center? You're right. Well, first of all, it's it, it is tactically the Wild are such a good match, uh, like match group. Um, so you've got that that grief line, the Erickson Eck line that you can put out there against the team's best, and then all of a sudden they have, and this is something that they have not had in the past, two legit scoring lines. So you've got the Hartman line with Kaprizov. He had 108 points on the season. 
Uh, he seems to find a way to put the puck in the net or, or set something up, make a beautiful play. So it's going to be hard to keep him off the board for sure. But then they've got the Fiala line. And really with the resurgence of Matt Boldy, Fiala's got somebody that he can play with and, and count on offensively. And it's just a great one-two punch offensively. So matching up at home, it, Dean Evison always finds a way to get one of the stars, whether it's Kaprizov or Fiala, out there in a matchup that he likes. And you know, between the two of them and those two lines, they, they've really carried the club offensively. So I think tactically, the XL is hard to play in that regard. But all of a sudden, I think Minnesota's got a club that's exciting and can score. And the first time they've ever had a 100-point scorer. And the players are they're engaging. They love one another. And I think they engage with the fans where in warm-up now, it's not just, Hey, we're getting to the rink. We're grabbing a beer and we're going to get ready for puck drop. They're five deep at the glass with signs and players are interacting with them. And uh, the team has had multiple nine, I think it was nine multi-goal comeback wins. So fans are in their seats. They're not missing anything. The club has delivered. So where it's always been a tough place to play because people love hockey here, it's even more so this year. So the energy there is, and they have the tactical advantage. You put those two things together, I think it's a tough, a tough place to come in and win a game. Ryan Carter is our guest here on 101 ESPN. He'll be on the call for the blue, or for the Wilds TV color side of things uh, here for this first round series, Blues versus the Wild. Uh, Ryan, I did want to ask you, because the Blues have, at least over the last few years, had Minnesota's number since Craig Berube took over. They have also in the past had a pretty good beat on Marc-Andre Fleury. They've had some success against him relative to what he's done against other teams. How much do you think that matters going into this series, the history of the Blues versus the Wild, and then specifically the Blues versus Marc-Andre Fleury? Where I think that matters is for sure tonight, game one. I think if the Blues find a way to steal game one tonight, uh, and XLMG Center will be rocking, and the Wild are going to come out, they're going to be full of it. So if the Blues can weather the storm and find a way to get a W tonight, I think that will be in the heads of, of guys in the Wild locker room. The fact that they were able to beat them on the big stage this year, the Winter Classic, I think everybody tries to sweep that under the rug, but I do think that that matters. You know, that's a marquee game, a focal point, and, and the Blues came in and kind of gave the Wild a shot right in the mouth. Um, I, I think that is still stuck in their memories, and if, if the Blues can somehow solidify the fact that that wasn't an accident, I think that could be a huge advantage for them. Uh, but aside from the Marc-Andre Fleury stuff, I, I don't know that that's going to really factor in. The Wild are a different club, too, and analytically they give up very little in terms of high-danger chances against. Marc-Andre Fleury with Chicago, that was a different story, too, and, and where I think he was he was asked to have to make some, some really big saves and keep the club in it. Now he's really just asked that, to make the saves that he should make, and I think his job's a little bit easier in that regard in Minnesota than it was in Chicago. And, and I know Vegas had a great team last year and, and all the numbers that he put up there, but uh, the Wild have done a great job out in front of him, and uh, if he just goes out and does his thing, I, I don't think that it'll be an issue uh, in terms of any past that this club's all about today and moving forward. Uh, Ryan, you've, you've been around this club, so you've seen the head coaches and the effect that they've had on the Minnesota Wild. Dean Evanson took over 2020, I believe, midway through that season for Bruce Boudreaux. What has he done that has been so successful with this Minnesota Wild team? Well, you see, he's had a culture, but the other thing he's done is he came in and he gave everybody true and legit opportunity to earn ice and guys have earned it. And then they've delivered for him too. So if you, you look across the wild lineup, you've got the number one center, Ryan Hartman, 34 goals, his career high before that, I believe is 21. 
he's never played in a situation like he does under Dean Evison, and he goes out and just absolutely battles for him. You go on and on in that spot. Freddie Gaudreau, uh, right down to the defenseman Middleton, some of these guys, they just haven't had opportunity um, to, to play in big roles, and he's allowed them to do that. And if they've delivered for him, he's let them play, and he's encouraged them, and he's encouraged them to say, hey, Marcus Foligno, you're not just a fourth-line shutdown guy that can fight. I, I view you as a player. Go out, make plays, You know, try to score goals. You can do that. And these guys just love playing for him. He's set the culture. Uh, at the same time, he's a he's a very honest coach and tells them what they think. And I think because of that, they they respect it. They respect him. But there's no question about it. He's created a culture to where it's the room and, and they love each other in there. But at the same time, they'll go to battle for him. I think it, so far since he's taken over, he's got like a 670 win percentage. It's phenomenal. It's two years straight, too, so it's consistent. And they, they absolutely love playing for him. And, and whatever buttons he pushes, it, it seems to be the right ones. Just another couple of minutes here with Ryan Carter of the Minnesota Wilds TV broadcast. Uh, Ryan, my biggest concern going into this series from the Blues perspective, I've got two, two big questions of how are they going to perform against Marc-Andre Fleury, who has had a history of being amazing in the playoffs. And then two, is Kirill Kaprizov just going to take over in this series? For you on the wild side of things, what do you think are the biggest concerns about the Blues? Like if you were doing the inverse of that for the Blues side, what would it be? Well, I think the matchup for me, too, and the series might come down to goaltenders. I think there's a similar situation going on in both locker rooms where you've got you've got one guy who has Stanley Cup cred, and Marc-Andre Fleury's got three, Bennington's got his, and then you've got the other guy, Cam Talbot. He's a veteran, and, and he's no spring chicken. Uh, and then you got Huso, and who's going to get the net with the Blues? Is it Huso? You're going to keep the, the veteran uh, on the bench. The Wilder going to do the opposite. sounds like it could be Marc-Andre Fleury. So you're going to go with experience and see what happens there. Uh, the, I think the Blues, it, it could be scary if, if they're going with a young guy and he goes on a run and, and what kind of things can happen there. And then on the flip side, is it going to be challenging for the Wild to get anything in front of the goaltender there in terms of second-chance opportunities because the Wild really feed off of that. They, they do have some skill up front, but they're a you know first and foremost a, a pucks-deep kind of club. And if they can't generate offensively in the zone against some of these big guys, you know, Pareko, and I know Falk's been fantastic for two, so if they can't get to the inside and get second and third looks, I think there's a chance that they really struggle to score. So they're going to have to find a way to break those guys down and make sure that they're getting more, more opportunities than just their first look. Hey, Ryan, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks for hopping on with us today to help us preview this series from the Wilds perspective. All the best to you. We wish your team nothing but horrible luck in this series, <laughs> but hopefully enjoy yourself, man. All right. I appreciate that, guys. Thanks for Thanks, having me. Thanks, Ryan. Absolutely. That's Ryan Carter, TV color analyst for the Minnesota Wild, joining us here on 101 ESP.